Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. What's up, y'all? It's your boy David with Blackwell Renaissance. And I'm here today to tell you guys about Anchor. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the best place to make a podcast. Anchor is a free app that has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone. Anchor also distributes your podcast across all major platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. You can also make money on your podcast with Anchor with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you're looking to get started on your own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Welcome to the Black Wealth Renaissance Podcast, the podcast dedicated to normalizing black wealth and sharing helpful tools and resources that we believe will be useful for attaining and maintaining generational wealth. I am your host, David Bellard. On this episode of the Black Wall Renaissance Podcast, we're going to be discussing credit, um, the introduction to credit. We're going to talk about kind of how you build your credit and speak on our own personal credit histories and our credit journeys and just offer general tips to managing your credit cards. Well, honestly, I think I'd like my boy Kelly to start, man. All know, right, Kelly kind of I like a local finance expert in the area, man. You know, Kelly be reading <laughs> up on a lot of stuff. Well, I did. I just want. I had a question for everybody. Just like, when did y'all first realize you needed credit, or when did y'all start credit, start using credit, or start your credit history? Uh my sophomore year of college, because I got, I got to the point where I was like looking at it I was looking past college and I seen a lot of people talking about how they needed credit for this that and the third and I'm like well I'm not really building any of that right now and it's gonna be something that I need I wish I'd have started on earlier now but I, I put it I got me a card I signed up for it got credit card and all that stuff build me some credit um mine's just a little bit different man like kind of like David said though 
I think I started when I really was just like, okay, I need to see what my credit is like. Probably maybe like junior year of college. And man, it was, yeah, probably like junior year of college. And I ended up checking my credit for some reason. And I didn't realize that, man, my, my mom had opened stuff in my name whenever I was younger and I was a kid. And she had messed up my credit, honestly. And like, I felt like I was in a world of trouble. I was like, man, I haven't even made it to the real world yet. My credit's all messed up. What the heck I'm gonna do? I don't even know. But then I ended up calming down. I talked to some people and they was like, you know, um, you caught it at a good time because you're still not done with school. So I did like David, uh, I got Credit Karma. I got me a credit card that I just used for like gas and stuff that I can pay back quickly. But man, that's something I want to touch on. Like all those moms and parents out there, y'all, if y'all do open up credit in y'all kids' name, don't mess it up. Please don't ruin it. Because like you're you're pushing them so many steps back in us as for black people especially, we're already behind the curve. So you don't want to push us further back than what we already are. Like that's not fair to your child. And it's the opposite of the goal, bro. Yeah, it's it's very retroactive instead of proactive. Yeah, we're trying to build generational wealth. If you're listening to this podcast, you're a person that's trying to build generational wealth. So if you're gonna open credit in your kid's name, make sure it's positive credit. Jared, when when did you get started with credit? Uh, for me, it was also about the same time as David, sophomore year of college. So um, we did it together. So what? <laughs> I think we did it together. Yeah, we actually did. I had, uh, I actually started on Credit Karma and I looked on there and I found out that I had some type of claim against my account and my credit was hurting because of it. Cause I didn't have any other record, but it was a claim on there. And I was like, what the heck is this? And it was like, it, it wasn't me. I was in a completely different place at the same time while they were like, the charge was in a, a whole different place. Uh, I ended up having to dispute that and stuff through Credit Karma. And I was like, well, uh, so you had I probably need to start working on this. <laughs> so uh yeah, we, we both applied for our credit cards and stuff at the same time. I got that's how I got started. And I didn't have much of a background in it at all. Mostly my uh, parents that discouraged me from using credit. Yeah. Yeah. Side side note, we're not sponsored by Credit Karma, but that is a great app for any of those listeners out there that don't know what their credit score is or anything. Uh, Download Credit Karma. And yeah. another thing. Credit Karma only looks at your TransUnion and Equifax report. There is an Experian app that you can download too, and it'll give you your experience score. So you can look at uh, both, all three of them actually, for free. That free, okay, yeah, that's, that's the one yeah. we gotta get out of it. They, they're yeah, all they're free. all free. So, it doesn't pull a hard inquiry. Yeah, and it doesn't, no. it doesn't affect the credit or anything. Um, but I do want to touch on uh, on what Jared said about the parents, man, because I. I didn't get started until after I graduated. Y'all all got started way before me because I was asking, I was asking for a credit card because I understand in high school because I understood that I needed credit to build a high credit score. I didn't know what I was going to do with the credit score or why did I needed it, but I just understood the wealthy people always had talked about having good credit. And my parents would always discourage me from doing it because they, they felt like I could possibly go just spend on anything and everything. So they didn't want to have that, risk that chance for me doing that and messing up my credit history. 
yet. And you know, the parents think that's a big deterrent for a lot of people because my mom and dad were like against me getting a credit card when I got the credit card. And I think that just comes from their lack of understanding transferring on the hours. And not so much a lack of understanding of how credit works, but how it's used. Because like my mom and my dad, they brag to me about their credit card. Like I got like a I got a seven seven sixty credit score. I'm like, you got a seven sixty credit score? What are you doing? Like we could go flip that. We could take this and we could get this amount of credit, start this business, but that's just not their thinking part. So like because they don't think about it that way and they only think of it from that consumer standpoint, like, oh, they're just gonna take it and spend it all. Yeah. They don't see it as an investment. They they discourage it. They don't know how to leverage their credit, man. That's a big word, leverage. That's like you got to know how to leverage that credit. Like David said, if you got a high credit score, you could go get a, a, a line of credit worth $100,000. And you can take that $100,000 and you can uh, flip it and make you $500,000. And you can keep it going. Like, that's the craziest thing. A lot of people don't know that. Even like with, whenever you get an LLC, you can get what's called business credit. And business credit is a whole nother world than just regular credit. And we're not going to get into that right now. But uh, we'll probably get on another subject with business credit in the future. Uh, I do want to touch on it. So what, are, what is y'all's number one way to increase your credit score? Uh, like what, what I've done to increase my credit score. So like I said, I got my credit card. Um, I use it to pay to get some gas or... I would use it to just buy little things that I could pay back. So first, I just wanted to establish a history of me having on-time credit and paying my bills on time. And then uh, after that, I learned a trick where you can you can pay your bill, you can split your bill. So you can pay it 10 days before your bills due and then pay it like another two days before your bills due. And it tricks the system into thinking that you're paying the full amount twice. So like that's another way to get your score up a little bit um and then increasing credit limits on your cards the more that you credit that you have accessible to you that'll increase your credit limit also like not your credit limit your credit score because you have a larger access to more credit and uh your utilization rate yep utilization that's that's a huge one because It doesn't matter how much credit you have as much as how much of your credit that you're you're using. using. You gotta have that. Everybody, it's a known rule that you want 30% or less of your utilization rate. Um, So that's what I was told. Like I said, whenever I was selling cars in Dallas, I went talk to the finance manager because like I said, I wanted to really make sure that my credit was right whenever I wanted to go out in the world. And I just talked to the finance manager about credit and he was like, you want your utilization rate to be 30% or less. And that's normally like a good number that you want it to be. And whenever we say 30% or less, I'm going to just give you numbers. Uh, So say you got a thousand dollars credit limit on a car. You want your credit, uh, you want it to be under $300 or less. Yeah, your utilization, you want it to be under $300. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. 
or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. 30% or less. Anything higher is going to hurt your score. Uh, anything over 70 hurt your score or worse, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Over 70? Yeah. It, it, and um, you want to avoid derogatory marks, obviously, for those that don't know what derogatory marks are. That's whenever you get something, you owe a, you owe a, ba- a payment to someone and you don't remit them that payment and uh, they put it on your credit that you owe them money and it doesn't go away until you pay the money or handle the, the consolidation or something of that nature. I don't really have to worry about all that type of stuff. I pay my bills on time. Well, I think that's a huge thing that people don't. And I think it gets miscommunicated a lot um, is that you need to have debt to build credit. And in a sense, it's true, but you don't have to pay something on a credit card and let it sit there for you to build credit before you start paying it. You need to pay all your credit cards off every month. I, I, I think that's a smart way to do it. So you don't have to worry about that utilization. I mean, I understand that you you can't use it all in one month. You can't go over 70% of your utilization. But you also don't have to... You, it eases your mind of worrying about, well, did I pay? Did I go over 40%? Did I still have that 40% still on my credit card? Just go ahead and set up a way where you can pay it every month, every Friday. Just pay it off. Pay off all your credit cards every Friday. And like some people that that's not in that predicament where they can't pay it off every Friday, use your credit card wisely to where you're not putting bills on your credit card. That's a no-no. You don't put your bills on your credit card unless you're making the money to cover. Uh, don't don't put if you want to just go out and buy a whole bunch of clothes or whatever. You got a trip coming up and you know you didn't have it in the bank or whatever. Don't go put yourself in a bind to where you got ten thousand, not ten thousand, a thousand dollars worth of credit limit. Whenever you get back from your trip, and now you got to have that lingering over your head for the next ten months, because all it's gonna do is accumulate more interest. That interest. Yes, interest. Just remember, if you couldn't afford it before, don't make yourself able to afford it now because you have a credit card. And credit card credit cards will lure you. That's that's one of the biggest things they try to do is lure you into into by spending. So they'll give you like a cash bonus. They'll give you cash bonus or 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 a, a higher limit if you spend thirty if you spend thirty percent of your cat your credit limit um, each for the first three months of since you had the, the card. Yeah. They'll give you a cash bonus or or higher credit limit. They'll try to incentivize you to use your card. You can't, you can't, don't, don't follow those little schemes. Now you can, you, I would use them to, to benefit if you can, if you understand how to use it 
and how to work the system into you benefiting from it and you understand how to pay your credit card off so you're able to. Another thing with credit... Oh, sorry. You're no, still going no, you're good. No, you're good. Another thing with credit cards, cash back cards, man. I was talking to this lady the other day. She used her cash back card every time she's going on a business trip because she knows she's going to get reimbursed by her company. So she getting the benefits of the cash back from just using her credit card if she's getting her company to pay her balance off. Oh, that's a finesse. She's smart. Like, you got to finesse with credit. That's credit. Credit yeah, is really credit something is... that you can finesse. Yeah. It's leverage. Yeah. And like... The big thing with the 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 cash back cards is a lot of people say, well, cash back cards have higher interest rates. But if you're being responsible with your card and only buying things that you can pay off every every week or every month, like before your bill hits, like Kelly was talking about, then you're not paying interest on that, and you're still accumulating the benefits of the cash back because you're spending the money. Yeah. And don't be fooled by these credit cards because they'll they'll put you on a on a credit card where the interest doesn't kick in until 14 months. So you can accumulate all this debt and all this great stuff where you've got, uh, say you got $1,000 worth of debt and in 12 months it, now you're paying off 14% interest on that. So you gotta watch out for these these credit cards. People, they will try to scam you. Promise yeah, you. bro. That's how Chase got me on my first card, actually. With my first card, I, uh, I had that same thing, that deferred interest. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know what it, why in my head at the time because I was still learning things, but that no interest translated to me like free money almost in my head. So for like the the whatever set period, I wasn't thinking about paying it off. paying it off as much because I wasn't accruing interest. It was just money that was sitting there. Lo and behold, the period runs. Out. I think the term was like like eighteen months on that one or something like that, and I'm sitting here with like. God dang, how much money did I have credit? Like $1,500 on a $2,000 card? And now I got interest to pay on that. And the interest is, for a lot of those cards when you're first getting your, uh, your yeah, credit established, it's not only is it high, it's also on a sliding scale. Yeah. So they, it might tell you 17% at one point, but then it might go up to 24 uh-huh. based on your payment history and like things like that. So a lot of different factors play into it. Hmm. Don't be fooled, guys. Don't get hoodwinked. Read the fine print. Yeah. So, it's not bad to have a credit card. Just know how to use the credit card. Uh, especially in college, too. I know my roommate, whenever uh, I was in a freshman, his mom actually made him an authorized user on her card, and she was helping him build his credit. So, if you got parents that understand credit and willing to work with you, I think you should go talk to them and be like, hey, would you mind making me an authorized user? If there's any ever like an emergency or something, I can use the card or I could just reap the benefits of you you using the card and I'm just reaping the benefits because you can't for it on time anyway. There's also a way you can add people to your line of credit so you could add like- they, That's what I'm talking about, like, authorized yeah. user. Yeah, but there's also ways where you, you if, cause I know a lot of parents they'll be like, well, no, I don't want you to have access to using this card. You can actually have them under that card, but they don't have access to use the card. They're just under you as a line of credit. Yeah. I think that's still like a form of authorized use. Yeah, it, it's still the form of it. It's just a different kind of form of it. Yeah. Jerry, oh, yeah. that was you that was telling me about the secure line of credits, right? Yeah. Can you elaborate on that to people? Like, cause I know that one right there, that's another way you can help build your credit. 
Well, basically, the way the um it was being explained to me was that uh, you could purchase lines of credit um, that would basically allow you to be able to get larger business loans than you would have been able to get before with just your regular credit score. And people were also setting up lines of credit in different ways as far as for their children. They were uh, like kind of what Jalen was saying, kind of the opposite of what happened to him. So instead of uh, kind of if I can use your you know situation, for yeah, you good? All right. Uh, so basically, somebody would come in and then put a bill under their child's name, and then steadily build up that line of credit, and their child already comes out with a high credit score because they've been paying it off and it has a long history, and then uh, they're already coming out ahead. So yeah. that was just a couple of ways that people use lines of credit and bought lines of credit to increase their chances to get higher loans and to use their uh, credit to get them just best basic personal loans. Yeah. And whenever the stuff happened with my mom, it wasn't like she was just doing it on purpose <clears throat> or whatever. It was just we're going through a financially hard time in life and her credit wasn't good and we needed the lights on. So, hey, she had to do what she had to do as a mother. And I can't fault her or be mad her at her for that because she still put a roof over our head and stuff and uh i just gotta learn from the mistakes though of everybody before me so my child doesn't have to go through that in the future right right that's why we on the road that we on right now so that we can make sure that we're not only not doing what you know making the same mistakes we're we're fixing them and doing the opposite yeah breaking generational curses man that's what we're trying to do. Breaking generational curses and building generational wealth. That's the mission. That's the goal. That's what we setting out to do. That's what everybody who who feels like they want to be a part of this movement, the Black World Renaissance. That's what it's about. We're breaking generational curses. And one thing uh, I'd like to just add, I don't, I don't know if we uh, fully touched on, don't be scared to ask people, you know, for help with your credit. Make sure, you know, you're willing to, to take advice on it and be willing to even pay people. If your situation is bad enough or if you don't really know what's going on, in my opinion, I'm willing to pay somebody that knows what they're doing. If somebody's an expert and they know what they're doing and they can help me out in my situation, I'm always willing to ask for help. And, and also, don't be afraid to just learn it, too. I know for me, it was also... I didn't understand credit at all when I first started. I didn't even understand what it was for or how it was used. So what it, it literally just took me going on YouTube and just searching credit, how to use credit, what is credit good for, what is, how does it work, what is the scores based off of. Every I just Googled everything on YouTube, and, and that really helped me understand it. It took some time, but with time, you can understand everything about it, I promise you. Yeah, that's another thing. Time, time is really big with credit. A lot of people think that you can fix your credit overnight, but credit takes time because credit, a lot of marks, say you, you do a hard inquiry on your credit, that doesn't fall off to two years. Like, a lot of people don't. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. 
that that accumulates for your credit score or say you have a derogatory mark and you let a bill go into a negative status sometimes it takes 10 years for those marks to fall off so if you're not writing dispute letters to get them removed or anything like that then you still have the bad part of that credit on your history or another example would be people think that just because they pay up their credit that okay now i'm in the clear no you still have that negative mark on your credit you have to do something about it you have to write a dispute letter and you have to send it to all three agencies um i'm actually dealing with that problem right now uh i had a dispute hmm? i had a dispute uh on mine and it it was a derogatory mark on mine from a medical bill that was paid i paid the bill already but the credit union it it didn't have it the, not the credit union the credit uh bureau credit bureau didn't have it on file so what i have to do is i had to write them to get it off i have to tell them hey i paid this bill and i had the receipts to prove it and when you provide that information they can't leave the mark there and then another thing that people don't understand about credit is the agencies can be wrong man they just can agencies could have stuff wrong on your credit report and you can fight that and you can get that removed wasn't it uh didn't a few of them have information breaches yeah like uh i think equifax had an information breach where a lot of people's credit was stolen so that created a, a space where people can dispute even larger and get certain stuff taken off of their uh their credit history i didn't even know about that yeah i didn't know yeah about that. man That's why you got to stay abreast of the issues, man. It's the information age. True. He who knows wins. <laughs> Anybody got something else? Um, On the credit topic, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think about what all we talked about. I think that was a pretty good introductory to credit. Um, I feel like we're probably going to do more series of credit. We'll probably have a guest come in and a, a specialized guest. Yeah, that, that can come in and come talk to us about some uh, credit in the future. But as far as just an introductory to credit and just educating some people with general with some knowledge we know, I feel like that was a good episode. Yeah, that was some pretty, and it had some pretty cool little gems in it too, like different stuff that people wouldn't regularly know. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead. We gonna wrap up this one, uh, episode two, the credit introduction. Uh, just introducing the credit, kind of talking about a couple things. Got different plans on credit. We're gonna talk about it more in the future, for sure. Uh, for the heroes over the hump, this past week, we tried to get heroes over the hump out. Instagram didn't want to see us be great. Uh, yeah, it was down. Everybody, yeah. everybody couldn't get on Instagram. But you know, we tried something? to get them up there. But we coming back strong this week. Heroes of the Hump, look, be on the lookout for it. Uh, Wednesday at noon. Merch just just got up. Got the merch site up. Link tree in the bio. I got on the money tree shirt right now, man. Feels great. Looks great. Great quality, y'all. Be sure to check out the merch shop. Uh. Leave us a rating and review. Uh, follow us on Twitter too. We got our Twitter up, guys. Our Twitter is B 
BWR underscore movement. BWR underscore movement. Go follow our Twitter. Uh, we're trying to build that page up. And like you said, man, we got merch up, everything else up. You got anything else to say, anybody? Yeah, oh, actually. Uh, no, you good. No, you good. What's up? Oh, no, nah, I was going to say, uh, actually, I saw something cool. Uh, I just wanted to add in relation to the thing you said about Instagram being out. Somebody said on Twitter, uh, make sure that you always have uh, any entrepreneurs that listen to our podcast. Make sure you always have multiple streams of marketing because any one of them can give out at any given time and you can be messed up. That's very true. I think a lot of businesses and, and like people like us, I have to pay attention to other streams of uh, of interaction with with our viewers and audience. You got to know if sometimes these these are technology. Technology does uh, have mishaps. So you just got to know how to get to the viewers in different ways. With that said, YouTube coming soon. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Okay, here's how Miro works. See, it's amazing. What's everyone doing at David's desk? Ever since marketing started using Miro's collaborative online whiteboard, he thinks all our other teams should sign up. Why? He says Miro's making his meetings disappear. And if every team gets on it, that means even less meetings. They're using Miro for brainstorms, mind maps, customer research. So could we use Miro instead of having another 100 meetings for every round of feedback? Yep. You can comment, react to ideas, even leave a recording on the board. And what about presentations? There are Miro templates for that. How do you know so much about Miro? I've actually been using it all along. I just used a Miro board to plan the best vacation. Okay, I'm on board. See how Miro users save up to 80 hours every year by meeting less and doing more. Get on board at Miro.com with three boards free forever. That's M-I-R-O.com. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.